Shoe still smouldering. Oh, God, yeah. That's a shame, isn't it? Do you call them pumps? Pumps, yeah. Yeah, same. Some people call them daps. Who does that? Who's going round saying that? I don't know. I think it's posh people, but... it also could be not posh people. I think it's like a... Pumps is... Well, it's, we all know it also means fart. Sure. But that's why I like it. If you put your pumps on, you're going to have to narrow it down. How would you put a fart on? Let's chat to Darren, and then I'll show you. OK. Thank you. Anyway, have you had any nightmares this week? Um, yeah, I had one where I was trying to have a shower, but mm-hmm. in a room where I couldn't lock the door and the shower curtain didn't, like, fully go across... So it was just for ages trying to have a shower, but, like, really, like, oh, pull the curtain that way, someone could see you there, pull the curtain that way, someone could see you there. Fingers crossed oh, no one comes no. in. I, fe- I mean, I, I checked my... I've got a thing where it tells you how long you've been in REM after. Two and a half hours I was trying to have that shower. <laughs> <laughs> that's horrible. I know. That's horrible. That's why it's in the nightmare category. And there was people waiting at the door as well. Yeah. Sitting trying to rush you, and I'm like, I can't. Oh, I just, I if I could just, if the shower kit was just long enough, and I could just lock the door. That actually happened to me on a stag do. <laughs> oh no, really? Yeah, we yeah we had um, we paid loads of money to stay in a national trust property, and then the best man just forgot to put the deposit down, so we ended up staying in service departments, and it had two toilets. One of the toilets just had boiling water, so if you had a shit in there, you flushed it with boiling water, and you got sort of like a turd facial, uh, like a steamy turd facial. <laughs> and they were like, horrific. you have to use that toilet, but you couldn't have a shower in that because it would boil your skin off. So we went in the other shower that didn't have a door. So I showered in that one. But you just stood in a room naked showering and then the best man unlocked the door with a coin and walked <laughs> in to have a piss. And luckily, like, I'm, I'm fine with my body. So I just said, absolutely not. Get out now. And he's like, I just need a piss. I was like, I couldn't, I couldn't care less. Get out while I wash myself. So he didn't just open the door, he broke in. Let's, he, bro- let's he broke say in. Say it for what it is. He broke in with a coin. He broke in to have a piss, yeah. That's rude, isn't it? It's not even the rudest thing he did on the stag do. <laughs> How about you? Have you had any nightmares? Yeah, getting the electrics done. Oh, really? Yeah, we're replacing an old sort of bodged system of wiring with a new good system of wiring. Oh. And it's the, the power's all janky. Sure. Janky? Sure. Wonky, like bad. Bad. So, yeah. yeah, probably gonna have to get a new, get a new one of them, new power source. Hmm. Doesn't bear thinking about them. Hmm. Oh, here we are. Pound shop, pound world, pound land. Pound. Oh, hey, Darren. Hey, how you doing, guys? <laughs> <laughs> Good, thank you. Good, yeah. thank you. Nice to see very you. Uh, yeah, of course. Nice of course, we are. <laughs> we're outside a store that I know very well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, great. Poundland. A lovely Poundland. Who, does, yes. who doesn't love a Poundland? Let's be honest. Come on now. Come yeah. on. Yeah. No, you're Not right. Personal you're right. Land. It's, it's great. Yeah, exactly. It's great. 
Thanks so much for inviting us here. Yeah, no, no, it's very nice. I, I quite like uh, Spook Town. It's, def it's definitely got a, a unique Thank look you. about it, a unique feel as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fair. No, 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 that's I prefer fair. It. It's better than Dudley. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, actually, that's on the sign as you drive in, right? <laughs> better than Dudley. Better than Dudley, yeah. <laughs> how, was your, how was your journey here? Was it all right? Yeah, it was all right. It was all right. Um, yeah, I came here by train, as you do. Lovely. As you do, oh, yeah. I quite like the trains that go into Spook Town because they're they're almost like kind of like ghost trains. Almost, it was like it was very. I felt like there was definitely quite a few spirits on the train as well. Yeah. And, oh, oh really? Okay. And it was an all black train okay. as well. You don't see many all black trains anymore. No, that is yeah. unique to Spook Town. Very unique. Yeah, it definitely <laughs> felt slightly spooky as I was on there as well. But yeah, no, I can't wait to go back. I got first class, whatever that means. <laughs> Oh, lovely. Hell. Very posh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very posh, indeed. That's, nice. yeah. That's all right. Hey, guys, Spook, Spooktown dollars are uh, something that I've been saving. <laughs> <laughs> like Bitcoin. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How many ghosts have you seen this week? This week? I felt like, well, I felt like I, I can feel ghosts, but I don't really see them that much okay. it's probably because in my family like my my nan for example my nan you'd almost think she was like like a um like a ghost best friend because there's always some sort of a ghost story with her any dreams she has it involves some sort of a ghost i think <laughs> i do think though because she's like 80 and she's just had like a lot of people die <laughs> she <laughs> yeah that happens there's just people who she just I mean, I, I don't know whether I, I like the idea of them being there or my nan being mental, because if there's, <laughs> yeah. if there's loads of if there's loads of spirits and stuff, I feel like they always want something, and I don't know whether I'm in the mood to help them at the time, because so cause, you know they always feel like there's always like an un, there's always something they need to complete, isn't there, so they can go so they can go back. Right, yes, yeah, so they're always yes. they always come with a task as opposed to being like, Hey, let's just hang yeah. out. It's always yeah. like, Oh, can you do this for it's me? Never That's hey, let's hang out. I've noticed that. <laughs> if we're ghost talks, yeah. they're never like, Oh, let's play a bit of Connect Four. <laughs> they're, yeah. <laughs> they're always they always want to get involved in something, yeah. Gosh, your nan must be exhausted then, if she's uh, constantly got them around. Uh, yeah, I think I think my nan she really does. In my mind anyway, most ghosts tend to be evil. I don't really know. That's what I think. Yeah. Yeah, mm. I don't. I, I don't believe they're like goody. Like go I know that you obviously see ghosts with like a halo and stuff, but that's ve <laughs> that that's very rare in society. <laughs> that is. So you've not seen any of them this week. No, basically, you've, you've only seen bad ones. I mean, yeah. They're, well, they're like neck tattoos, aren't they? There's uh, <laughs> there's always a like, pretty much all of them are bad ones. <laughs> <laughs> What's the scariest thing that's ever happened to, to you? The scariest thing that's ever happened to me? Um, I remember yeah. when I was a, a little kid, my little cousin, who was maybe about one, was 100% certain that there was somebody in the room with her that wasn't me. <laughs> so she was oh, like... Oh, no. She, <laughs> and, like, here's the thing, right? I'm not, like, up to date with many horror movies I've watched a few but I know that a baby or a dog that is losing its mind to somebody in the room is not a good sign right yeah any, anytime I watch a horror movie and I see a dog 
in the horror movie, I go, that dog is going to tell us everything we need to know. He's, that dog. Yeah, 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 dog. yeah, yeah. And then just seeing my cousin, just... It was about 10 minutes. It was so intense. My auntie came in. My nan was there because it was at my nan's house. And we were all just watching her, like, horrified because she was acting as if somebody was definitely there. And oh, That my is God. so creepy. Yeah. And I was, I was, I was crapping my pants. <laughs> I was like, what's going on? <laughs> it, it was just... Yeah, that... It was so strange to That me. is poo pants worthy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bloody hell. Yeah, so that... Did you try and have that sort of, like, bravado of, like, I'm not... Like, you know, like when teenagers are like, I don't believe in ghosts, and then as soon as you see a child oh, yeah. talking to somebody, you're like, fuck, you know, lads. <laughs> oh, yeah, I tried to blame it on anything else. I was like, oh, I don't know, maybe she's hungry, and that's her way of showing you she wants food. I don't know. <laughs> maybe she needs changing or something. Because <laughs> the child has nothing to gain from scaring you. Exactly. Whereas yeah. if it's an adult, you'd be like, ah, oh, you pull him a leg, but a child doesn't have the. Or a dog doesn't or have a dog, the capacity yeah. to be like. There's, yeah, exactly. There's not absolutely prank Darren. <laughs> There's nothing in it for him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. There's no end goal. There's no end goal for a dog and a child to pretend it's a ghost. Is, is a question now for you two, right? Do you guys mm-hmm. believe in pet ghosts, like dogs and cats and stuff like that, as as ghosts? I reckon if people ghosts exist, then I reckon there's like dog ghosts, yeah. whale ghosts, whatever animal ghosts. Yeah, I reckon. I never thought of... If there are people I never ones. thought of whale ghosts. For some reason, I immediately went to dogs and cats, but now I'm like, yeah, there's going to be <laughs> yeah. whale ghosts. No, the ghosts. sea is going to be riddled. There's going to be some shark ghost. Oh, no. I, I don't know why I completely skipped over sort of fishing. Never there. forget about yeah, whales, Darren. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If there were animal ghosts, there'd be just so many dinosaurs all of the time. Yeah. That's a good point. That is, that is a very good point as well. Mm. I'd, I'd be into seeing a dinosaur ghost. That'd be insane. Yeah, it'd be pretty cool, That'd wouldn't it? Yeah. Pr- Two of my favourite things. Oh, my, right? <laughs> Tyrannosaurus Rex ghost. And it's so big, it can't damage anything. It just goes straight through. You're like, oh, this is awesome. It's not even... Oh, like, yes, that's it's a dream. Oh, that's great. I'd be so <laughs> into dinosaur ghosts now. <laughs> Do you want to quickly rewrite your story? <laughs> yeah, I had no idea. Oh, man. Because <laughs> I also believe that probably 50% of the cats and dogs you see on a day-to-day basis are probably ghosts. Because oh. also dogs, like like old dogs, don't wear like Victorian ruffs or like yeah. you can't oh, tell yeah. by their clothing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's not like an old Victorian dog because it's just still a dog. It's not a really old dog in a monocle. You're like, oh, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That dog's got a top hat. Yeah. <laughs> Kath, do you, have a, do you have a question for Darren? Oh, yeah, sure. All right. So, goblin, boglin, hobgoblin, shag, marry, kill. Okay, I need your help. The middle one, boglin. What's mm-hmm. a boglin? I know what a hobgoblin and goblin is. Oh. Oh. I've yet to Google that, so. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think so, anyway, just because of Spider Man. There's like Hobgoblin and then there's Hobgoblin. Oh, yeah, you're, that's a really good yeah, point. Hobgoblin is a monster. I hadn't thought about it in, in, in sort of Marvel Universe, <laughs> Goblin and Hobgoblin. Yeah. I think we're talking about the sort of mythical, mystical creature rather than the Spider Man villain. But unless you want to. Be- like, if okay, because the I don't know. What was it? Snug Mary Void? 
It's Dogmary. Uh, kill. It's Dogmary. Kill. kill, please. We're in Spooktown. Come oh, on. Oh, no, sorry. I thought I was bringing a bit of BBC into uh, Spooktown. <laughs> Not allowed. We know this. Uh, BBC Free. Online. Sh- Shag, uh, marry, don't tell the bride. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with Bug Goblin to uh, uh, kill, get rid of. Okay. I would kiss a goblin and marry the uh, Hobgoblin. Uh, we forgot to tell you what a Boglin was, sorry. That's oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. A Boglin that's, that's... is like a little plastic toy um, in a, like a cardboard cage that you bought in the 90s and you put your fingers into the back of its skull. And then you could like sort of make it talk and be like, ow, 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 ow. Um, <laughs> if you want to b- purchase one, there will be Spooktown branded Boglins for sale at the end of the show. <laughs> so it's ki- kill the Boglin. Uh, marry, uh, uh, no, kiss Goblin and marry the Hob Goblin. I'm afraid it is fuck, but. <laughs> I love oh. how you saw. <laughs> I'm really PG'd it PG'd it all. Kiss, avoid, <laughs> date. <laughs> You've like Disneyfied it completely. I, I don't know. If, this is one for the kids. I, I, just, I just don't know if this is pre-watershed or so. I'll just, I'll just. I'd give the I give the goblin a peck on the cheek. Um, I'd, I'd serve Pop a roast dinner. Lovely hug. Hog. <laughs> Lovely hug. And I'd firmly shake the goblin's hand. Oh man, I don't know what I'm doing. Sorry. <laughs> I think we've chatted outside this poundland long enough. Mm. Does your story have a title? Uh, it's called Poundland. <laughs> uh, uh, not really. I didn't really give it a title. No, Poundland it is. <laughs> You've committed to Poundland. That's what we're going to go with. What's the worth of a pound truly? A hundred pennies? No. This is a place where a pound can get you anything you want. Dreams? Toilet roll or a Cadbury's dairy milk medium size? I ask because this is Poundland Spooktown. Situated in between farm foods and shoe zone, which is currently having a bit of a refurb. It's one day away from its grand opening, which will be covered by the local gazette, We Are Spooktown. Pictures will be taken and a ribbon will be cut by local Spooktown celebrity, Dane Bowles. One-fourth of chart-topping band, Grey. We see inside the store. Like all Poundlands, there's plenty of choice with quite the array of products. Four tills, six self-service checkouts. It looks very ready for business tomorrow. Please wait for assistance. Bill and Jill are new management. Bill notices an old homeless woman outside the front of the store. (laughs) He isn't happy and gives her the old shoe. Shoe. You know, with his arms. She looks at him, growls a bit, and then walks off. He grabs a broom and starts sweeping a bit of dust in front of him and talks at Jill. Spooktowner? What a load of bollocks. It's just a normal town. I don't see anything different about it, except the locals, they look a bit feral. But I don't see any Ghostbuster nonsense here. I wouldn't discredit all the stories, Bill. This town definitely has manner flowing through it filled with malice. Manner? What's that? Huh? Manner is the spiritual life force that's in the universe and all around us. But I can definitely sense a very strong force in this town. And it's a demon one for sure. Bullshit! You're just really cold, Jill. And I just haven't put any heat in on. Look, that's not it, Bill. 
I was reading We Are Spooktown on the train up. That fire at Shoe Zone next door, no cause was found. And the case was dropped. And that was it. It was such a strange fire. The whole exterior was absolutely perfect. But everything inside was burnt to a crisp. And there was no smoke coming outside. It's all very spooky. Blah, blah, blah. Fires happen, Jill. Plus a lot of those shoes are made from cheap, flammable materials. Trust me, I shopped in there once. Absolute fire hazard. Bill then immediately looks around the shop knowing he is surrounded by cheap, flammable materials. Now, look, cattle have been known to die from unknown causes. People have seen red-coloured rain, like blood. There's a reason why planes do not fly over here. The plane crashes alone in this town are higher than anywhere else in the world. Because of this place, the Bermuda Triangle isn't even called the Bermuda Triangle anymore. It's just called the North Atlantic Ocean. Jill, aka Gillian Tan, will be the assistant manager of the shop. She's worked in a few poundlands all over the country, so she feels she can take on the prestigious Spook Town's new flagship store. She used to work in one in Wolverhampton. It's where she first met Bill, and they worked as sales assistants together. Their relationship is more just colleagues. I mean, Bill has sent her a Christmas card before and spelt her name wrong, so there's that. She doesn't want to be a shop manager, as she says it's too much stress, and she has enough stress at home looking after her mom, who is gravely ill, but she's unable to say no to her new boss and knows the importance of tomorrow's opening. So she has to come out and help Bill for a few hours. Jill enjoys orange chips from a local chippy, shoes with no laces, and Ronan Keating. Jill loves to work. That's it, she's just all about work. On the other hand, Bill Clementine is, an, is the newly appointed store manager. It's his first time managing a shop, but he has previous retail experience working in Computer Exchange and Woolworths. Well R.I.P. He's still baffled by the demise of Woolworths. Why? It was his first ever job, and he says Christmas hasn't felt the same ever since. Bill is generally a salty person. He peaked in popularity during high school, and unfortunately, he knows it. Skeptical of everything, he's not much fun but he thinks it makes him the perfect boss. He likes Gillian because she's never combative and isn't trying to take his job, which makes him feel secure, manly, and partially aroused. Oh, sorry about that. He's a portly guy, has a kind of mustache. He looks more 47 than 27, but he wears that with a badge of pride. I actually think it's better if you look a tad older. Young people don't really get managerial jobs, you see. Gillian decides to start dusting down around the front entrance near the batteries. A pack of batteries falls to the floor. She picks them up and puts them back. And then two more packs fall to the floor. Bill looks over, already annoyed, and gives the sort of eye roll that lets you know he was bullied in high school and learnt nothing from it. More batteries fall to the ground. Jill screams. Oh, what the hell are you doing? Shouts Bill as he rushes over to see Jill on the floor, covered in batteries, seemingly knocked out. We don't have time for this, Jill. The shop opens in nine hours. You're meant to be a help, not a hindrance, for fuck's sake. Jill! Jill! This isn't funny, you know! He shakes her frantically, but she's out. Bill starts to head into the staff room to get his phone to call for help, but trips right over the Henry Hoover he was using earlier. Ow! Jesus! Oh, my knee! Ah! Oh. Suddenly, 
All the lights go out and it's black. Bill is just on the ground, breathing heavily. He's perplexed as to what's happened. <sighs> it's dark and eerily silent. The hustle and bustle of the people outside the shop, seemingly no more. Just the heavy breathing of a man who once had three full English breakfasts in one sitting. <laughs> a sound of toys can be heard playing. He can see the toy section is the only part of the shop that's lit up. All the toys are playing and sounds are coming from them and speaking. Bill, slightly more scared, now gets up and runs into the staff room to get his phone. He runs in and to his surprise, Jill is sitting there eating a sandwich. Um, you okay, Bill? You look like you've just been chased. I know you're nervous about tomorrow, but don't let it get to you, mate. Don't worry, I'll, you know, I got you back. She continues eating her sandwich, watching the TV. Bill explains what happened, and Jill finds it <laughs> hilarious and asks him if he's been drinking. No. Very annoyed at the accusation, Bill starts banging on the table, seemingly to get his point across. Jill looks worried, not for, her, not for her well-being, but more for his health. This launch is really stressing him out. Bill frantically looks back out the staff room and everything is normal. The batteries are all back in their place. The Henry Hoover is in the corner again. The shop looks perfect. Like better than it did a minute ago. It looks ready for tomorrow. He's now doubting himself, but he never doubts himself. He's sure he saw what he saw. Jill has never seen him like this. He's usually, well, not the friendliest, but likes to carry a tough exterior so she gets it. But he's clearly shook up about something. This much vulnerability is rare from such a guy. I was uh, going to go now and check on my mum, but I can stay a bit longer if you want, Bill. I mean, I feel like you really need me right now. Realising he has shown too much of himself. Ha! I don't need anyone. No, that's fine, Jill. You can leave. Do one. Uh, I just hit my head and I feel a bit dizzy. Oof. I guess my mind was playing tricks on me. I, I know how cliche that is, but it's true. Um, yeah, no, you can, you can go. I'll, I'll see you tomorrow. Oh, and uh, tell your mum I said, uh, I said, hey, I guess. I don't, really, I don't really know her, do I? So, you know. Jill leaves feeling bad for Bill, but she has to go back to look after her sick mother. Sitting in the staff room, still a bit confused, but now under the belief he hit his head and that was all. The TV, which is on in the background, changes channel by itself, which has alerted Bill. He looks around. The remote is on the table. Nothing's been pressed. A slow trickle of white noise is coming from the TV. There's a faint voice coming out of it, but it's hard to make out because of the white noise. The TV then switches off. Silence. Bill is frozen in his place. The TV switches back on and a scream is being heard like a banshee. <laughs> it's such a loud, piercing scream, the TV explodes. Bill Clementine of 7 Weatherspoon Street runs out the staff room. He's had enough of this. He notices his ears are bleeding. He trips again. The lights have all turned off once more. <sighs> Is a joke? Suddenly, a breeze runs along Bill's back, almost as if somebody just ran past him. Ah! Who's there? 
What? What is this? What you? Who are you? What do you? What do you want? What, what, what is this game? What your money? I've got no money. Leave me alone. I pay my taxes. You hear the basement power switch being turned off. It was darkness before, but not like this. Hearing the generator being turned off has Bill scared and lost. He's holding onto the wall, trying to get himself to the exit, but he can't stop shivering. <sighs> Who is there? Answer me. <sighs> In the darkness, fairy lights from aisle two, Rose C have been laid on the floor. They light up bulb by bulb, revealing a path that leads to the toy section Bill could hear the sounds from earlier. <sighs> yeah, yeah, good, oh, good trick. I'm not scared of all this, you know, I know it's fake, yeah? When I get my hands on when I was doing this, you're dead! You're dead! Slowly, Bill starts to walk along the lit trail. He just can't stop shaking. But he's still trying to keep his composure. He doesn't believe in ghosts and spirits. That's the main reason he took a role in this place called Spooktown. He thinks it's all rubbish, like paying the BBC license fee. It's rubbish. The closer he gets, the more agitated he becomes. He's now gotten himself to the taunting phase, to hide just how scared he is. <laughs> yeah, pretty great trick, making a TV explode. I'll face ya. You're hardly David Copperfield. Huh? This is my store, yeah? What are you, where are you from? Are you from the 99p store? Is that what this is, are you the rivals? Huh? Huh? Yeah, we're gonna take all your customers. Yeah, we, we have 16 loo rolls for a pound, better than your 12 for 99 pig. <laughs> and all the kids' toys start to play and light up again. The closer we get, the more intense the sound, the louder. It's more distorted now. Sweat pouring from his forehead. He just can't stop. Who's there? Huh? Huh? Is it a joke? Who's there? He looks over into the aisle and he sees a woman staring at him. She looks just like the homeless woman from earlier. Before Bill can say anything, she opens her mouth and a screech just as powerful knocks him to the ground. Bill is frozen. He can't get up. We see Jill entering her home and going into her mom's room to check up on her. But her mother isn't in the bed. We get a close-up on Jill, and she starts laughing. <laughs> the following day is the launch day. Everything is in place. We see a small crowd of people gathered. Sweets are being handed out by members of staff for the new Poundland, Haribo Fantastics, from their upcoming Halloween Poundland Supply. Very fitting for Spooktown. Dane Bowles is there. He's asking anyone if they want his autograph. So far, he was zero out of 15 tries, but keep going, Dane. We see Gillian wearing a badge, standing next to the mayor. The badge we can make out says, manager. And other staff members are all around her, but no Bill. We are then taken inside the shop past the tills, past the loo rolls, past the sweets. 
the blocks of cheese, the gardening equipment, past the staff room. A sharp right downstairs into the basement. The last facial expression of Bill was petrified, and it is now etched into the wall of the basement. His soul is now the sustenance for this poundland. Gillian Tan has for three years now worked undercover for We Are Spooktown. Her job is to analyze the resolve and mental fortitude of potential workers by putting them through the Spooktown trials. Why are the Spooktown trials needed, you ask? The thing about Spooktown stores are they all need the usual stuff any store does to operate. A building, appropriate equipment, shop name staff, and of course, the souls of the scared. The more broken they are, the more broken they become, the better the power to run the store. However, when this power runs out, a fire erupts, burning all inside of the building and the basement where the soul will finally be freed. The soul is a power source that has electric currents running through it. It is believed to be the reason for so many fires in Spooktown. Spooktown fires don't really follow the laws of physics or fire. Jill lost her brother a few years ago. His soul until recently was being held at the shoe zone next door. Once the power finally ran out, his soul was freed. She started this job to find out where her brother's soul was being kept, which led her to Shuzo. She heard about the Poundland opening next door and then found out Bill was going to be the manager and figured she could make an exchange. You see, as a member of We Are Spooktown, you're entrusted with finding the next suitable energy source, soul or mana. Pressure was being applied to Gillian by management to use her mother's soul since she was about to die and a powerful witch. But her mother is crafty and wanted her soul to be free immediately so she could finally be with her son. Gillian and her mom agreed to use Bill as the power source for the store. The once skeptical and tough Bill became a broken man in his final moments, screaming out in horror while children's toys played in the background. That swift change of attitude alone will fill this shop's power for at least a year until they run out of power. She knows she had to become the manager of the store even though she doesn't want to, but for her plan to work perfectly and her mom to be free with her brother, she will do it. A soul or manner is always needed to run any store here. And any worker of any kind has to sacrifice someone's soul. This, however, isn't known by all who inhabit Spooktown. Hence, there not being many shops. In case you're wondering what happened to Bill's body, Gillian burned it later that night in a very controlled fire in her back garden with the souls of her mother and brother as company. Hello, Here to Judge is a new weekly podcast from Little Wonder where we dismantle predicaments posted online. Featuring spicy dilemmas from Am I the Arsehole on Reddit. I haven't stopped giggling since you've said the word poops. <laughs> to Am I Being Unreasonable quandaries on Bumsnet. I'm an adult and I'm reading this aloud. <laughs> Join me, Priya Hall. Me, Robin Morgan. And me, Leila Navabi. Subscribe to Here to Judge now on Apple, Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. I love this podcast so much.
wow. And I've got to say that the the lighting is uh, is bright here in this Poundland. It's very bright. It is. Yeah, it, it is. A good soul. It is. I tell you, got a great soul. And that's what happens. You try and have that tough bravado all the time, and you know you don't believe in spirits and souls. Perfect, right for the picking. And am I right in thinking it's green energy? You can say it's green. Yeah. Yeah, that's great then. It's very green. Mm, yes. Very sustainable, that's great. I mean, think about it, it takes one soul, lasts you a whole year. And there's never any... Fe- even, the, even, the, even the fires, there's no smoke. It's all very in-house. Wow. It's very, very in-house, yeah. Very in-house. <laughs> I feel like you guys have put a lot of attention on Spooktown. And right now, I think it's at the fun phase, but eventually there might be a few locals who are not happy about it because there's too much attention being brought. That's the, that's that's all I'm going to say. Oh, do you reckon? I think so it's because. Not a warning. I, I mean, it's not a warning necessarily from me, but is it a threat? I, I, I mean, I wouldn't say it was a threat from me. I would just say uh-huh. there's a lot of skull and uh, skull and crossbones type people around here drinking goat's blood, uh, as well as spirits, of course. Um, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I think that too much attention being brought in uh, might be a bit of a problem for them. But I was happy to show you the Poundland and what happens at the Poundland and the story of, you know, the Poundland. And I, you know, I, technically, it's actually you guys who have told the world about the, the uh, energy source. Have you been th- threatened by anyone? It feels like you've been threatened no. by someone. No, no. And you're trying to shift the responsibility no. and shift the blame. No, come on, it's not. Come on, you guys. Are, you guys are making it very obvious when they might be here. Ah, stop it! Oh, no, so, no. Sorry, oh. sorry, 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 sorry. Oh yeah, God. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks. Yeah, got you. Got you. That's a, that's the thing about Spooktown. I feel like a lot of old stores come here and they do really well. Mm, mm. That's what I mean. I mean, you've got a mother care still going really strong. Mm. Ethel Austin's. Yeah, Ethel Austin's. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Quick save. <laughs> Quick save, exactly, guys. <laughs> what was, you know, Dane Bowles, member of, of Grey, what was their hit again? What was their big song? Uh, his, his hit was All Rise, which does sound like a Frankenstein type thing as well. All Rise. So it was the, <laughs> it was the same as the, the band Blues song then. <laughs> yeah, there you Just go. exactly the same one. <laughs> That's a coincidence. Uh, all rising. Sun rise. And so presumably he's still powering the he's store. He's still powering the store, yeah. Right. Yeah, he's, he's still powering. But then they have to get somebody else. Yeah, how long has he been powering the store for? I think it's been about six months. Oh. About six months. I mean, the... the, 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 the the toughest, the toughest thing is he's actually got to get. He's, at, he's definitely going to go through Christmas, and Christmas is a lot of stuff to really light up. So, I mean, that they're, they're yeah. going to be so lit up. I feel like they're going to be really lit up with him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Decorations, <laughs> you're right. decorations go through the roof, mate. <laughs> and is this all? All of the stores in Spooktown are powered by souls. Is that? Am I? Is that right? I, be- I believe so, yes. All of the souls are powered uh, through in Spooktown, or else you just can't get the shop to come to work. And then if you don't... Mm. Well, you have to replace it in time. Because uh, if you don't replace it in time, that's how we end up with fires. Yeah. Yeah, that does explain all the fires. 
Yeah. Um, I have to ask, so the We Are Spook Town that, yeah. that Jill was sort of undercover for. God, yeah. Now, wow. am I correct in thinking that it's their responsibility to pick the next it, it, the next battery, the next yeah, the, person? The, or was it just for Poundland because she was hiding as assistant no, manager? No, I believe that it's, it's up to We Are Spook... Basically, We Are Spook Town, I think... I mean, I'm not 100% on this, but I think that they are sort of underground, sort of, definitely. Mm. They're not just your normal... You know, like, the way, especially people on the right, look at the media, what they think the media is? <laughs> what they think that is, is what people like We Are Spook Town are doing, and they... <laughs> they... They decide... That is... Who? Because at the end of the day, they're still a, they're still a paper, they're still a gazette, they still want to sell stories. Mm. So they fabricate things, they add to stuff, things as well. And then and then they will purposely make things happen for stories. And it's quite easy to make a lot easier to make things happen in Spooktown because there's a lot of spooky stuff going on anyway. So you yeah. don't really have to do necessarily that much. But yeah, they are the ones who decide. And they were leaning on Jill. <laughs> we are Spooktown, yes. the Gazette. Are they the only people that have ever reported that the shops are powered by souls? Has anyone else in the public or anywhere has Dane Bowles, Bowles, it's, it, <laughs> Dane Bowles is his brother. Yeah, it's, um, it's definitely... Has anyone else seen it's it? It's definitely known in Spooktown specifically. There's a few people outside okay. of Spooktown who know, but they're the same people who believe in Flat Earth. So no one... Uh, that's the problem. Uh-huh. They're immediately discredited. But in Spooktown, okay. it is quite a... It is, it is known by the people of class, we'll say that. I don't feel like the people of the lower class know because they don't own shops, and that's how you find out. Interesting. There's a sort of like okay. a shield thing with the Flat Earthers where they believe in Flat Earth, which isn't true, according to you know, mainstream media, but this one is true. So if you, if you throw in a... A lie with a truth. The truth looks like a lie. Yeah, yeah. They. I mean, they can do that. But I think with the, a lot of the sort of flat earthers or um, uh, the spook towners, um, as they're starting to call themselves, uh, they're very. They're very. They don't come across believable or that likable. So it's quite. <laughs> it becomes quite hard for people to be to to really listen to one. And let's be honest. I mean. It's probably easier to, to uh, convince the world that the Earth is flat than what's happening at Spooktown with just shops. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Mm. I agree with that yeah. wholeheartedly. Um, and it does sort of make sense because there's no um, sort of power grid or power structure in Spooktown at all. Um, so it wouldn't no. make sense that that's how the shops are being... Because I always wondered, like, how's... Because we just have fires for heat and um, mm. water and, you know, we just use logs and that. Yeah, um, classic. So it's it's yeah, thank you. Mm. Um, it does. It sort of <laughs> begs the question: How do the shops have their strip lights on, and you know, their TVs and their break rooms and stuff? And this this does explain yeah. that really well. So there is, I'm sort yeah. of inclined to agree with that. But at the same time, if it is a, a ruse by um, We Are Spook Town, the Gazette, that's a story in and of itself that they're setting fires and murdering people. Yeah, but I feel like generally. It's it's a bit like Trump's taxes to his people. They don't really care. <laughs> they don't really care. They're like they live. In, I feel like to live in Spooktown, you have to be a certain type of person uh, to really truly appreciate mm-hmm. what it is and what happens on what goings on. And I think 
for somebody, especially for somebody like like Bill, he was set up. He was set up for this. He was perfect for it. He was the perfect guy there. Mm. His own arrogance brought him there as well. He's like, oh, I don't yeah. believe in any of this nonsense that's going on. And he was he was tricked and completely played. And now he has to, his soul is is generating a poundland. Yeah. Are we able to? Um, do you reckon we can sneak in and go down to the basement? Are we allowed to do that? Also, I'd quite like to see a TV in the in the stuff room. I mean, that's yeah. it. If, uh, if we can, if we can swing by. I mean, I, I don't have the, the keys necessarily. <laughs> uh, yeah, fair. Uh, I mean, I, um, yeah, okay. Uh, I mean, I, I mean, normally, you know, I'm I'm not really one for sort of going into sort of spooked out places and stuff like that. But I don't mind standing outside. So I think we I think we're okay. able to feel the, the the sort of manner and the, the energy outside, but um, I feel like going in there is kind of it's a bit it's a bit past my uh, my jurisdiction, ma'am. <laughs> okay. <laughs> my jurisdiction. <laughs> okay, yeah. yeah. Well, okay. That's a because that would have proved it. Um, mm, that would have absolutely. I mean, I definitely. I mean, it's it. definitely. I mean, you can feel the power. Yeah. Well, no, it, it's very bright. Yeah. It is bright. Yeah. Very bright. Um, it's like it's like when you, you go past a a shop where you know and it sort of widens your eyes a bit because it's uh, yeah. so bright. It's giving me a headache. Or or it's like a McDonald's. Mm. Yes. Yes. That's because yeah. of the power. That's because of the the power, guys. And I mean, I personally think they need to sort of set up like more of a system where people can offer their souls to sort of open shops oh like volunteers yeah I mean why not if someone is on their deathbed and about to die why not do that mm. and, you know maybe they can generate a Tesco that's interesting yeah, it would be nice uh, to have a Tesco nice wouldn't it? little plaque or something this this shop is powered by Nathan who you know was going to die of whatever disease and instead probably of... don't need that detail but <laughs> yeah 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 okay bit morbid yeah. just say <laughs> from Nathan <laughs> Should we, have a, should we have a convo about this, Kath? Yeah, we'll have a little debrief. Do you mind if yeah. it, just uh, give us a second, Darren, while we... Um, yeah, sure. Um, we're just going to go and ch- really double-check whether we believe you or not. That's fine. Mm. That's fine. We'll, um, we'll just shuffle over to the other side. S- so, well, we'll, we'll, be, we'll be back in a second. It's like a drug deal. <laughs> I'm, s- I'm standing here, like they're deciding whether they're going to buy from me or not. <laughs> How much, is, how much is weed these days, Kat? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Just give him £50 pounds and ask for some. <laughs> um, what, what, what do you think? What do you think, Kat? Oh, I mean, it does stack up. The story was really solid. Mm. Like, but I'm very suspicious that the, the We Are Spook Town Gazette is involved. I They could be spreading lies. Yeah. And also, we weren't able to go into the basement. That's my only suspicion so, on his story, is that he was like, oh, we can't go in. We can't go in there. Mm. That's the only thing that I was like, this is a bit This is a bit off. The Gazette, for me, is is almost a separate issue. I think it, it's, okay. it's freaking me out a bit. But mm. I don't think... I don't think it bears any anything. I, I, I believe the story. But, like, how else are the shops getting powered? I don't know. Show me a power line. Can't be anything else. Point, yeah, point, no, you're right. To a power line. Are they still in the air or do they bury them now? I don't know. 
I believe in. Yeah, if it's not a person powering it, it'd have to be a bloody big battery, wouldn't it? It would have to be a bloody big battery. And they don't sell them at Boundland. No, no. It's a begrudging yes, yeah. We don't even need to shuffle back over. You can hear us. Oh, yeah. It's a yes. Oh, awesome. Thank you, guys. Uh, uh, maybe next week we'll go and uh, check the basement out. But, uh, oh. Oh. Oh, so you'll have the key then, will I'll you? Be able to, I'll, now, now, I, now I'm rethinking I'll be able, my yes. I'll try and get a key. I'll, 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 I'll see what I can do. I hope that you don't get in it. You sort of alluded to a bit of trouble maybe with the old farm foods lot. I, I, I hope that... Sorry that I'm yelling this, but I hope that nothing bad happens to you on, on your journey back. Oh, I appreciate that. Yeah, sometimes they can be a little bit... Uh, a little bit fighty with their chicken drumsticks in their hands. Oh, I mean, it, yeah. it doesn't sound painful, but they are frozen. So, but... Uh, <laughs> I'll be all right. I'm just going to run get this train. Bye-bye. Footsteps. <laughs> footsteps, 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 footsteps. <laughs> the one sound effect in the whole thing. Footsteps. This has been a Little Wonder production. Music from Rodri Viney. Logo artwork from Suze Hughes. Voice by Melanie Walters. With special thanks to Beth Forrest, Steve Pickup, Sam Roberts, Henry Widdicombe and Joe Williams. Other podcasts from Little Wonder include Here to Judge and I Wish I Was an Only Child. Subscribe now on iTunes, Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts.